1: Welcome back to Talkville. Boy, are we excited. This is season four. Tom Welling is with me. Tommy.
2: Hey, guys. Um, happy to be here. It wouldn't be a, a season four first episode unless there was a problem. Uh, we already had one. Yeah. Uh, so, but Bryce, Bryce, thank you is for here. driving up. Thank Ryan you for being here in be person. Here. Bryce is I, here.
1: I love Ryan. Ryan, we uh, wish you the best of luck. He's uh, playing some music with his dad. They're doing a live show. So I just always no, cool. step
3: in when Ryan has plans with his dad is essentially I what think happens. that's what's happening.
1: You're our second uh actually your third. We you usually have Jason. I'm the
3: filming. dad
1: subbing. Yeah, but I'm glad that you're here. You drove up a good hour. Yeah. And uh you're here. I had to help him with some things here because he's never really done it. So thank God I paid attention to what Ryan was doing. And uh it seems like everything's recording. So we're Where- good.
2: Well, where's where's Jason?
1: Jason Jason, is editing. Jason
2: was too busy as well? He's
1: editing frantically, trying to get these episodes out.
2: He's not editing anything. This is our first episode of the season. He's got nothing to edit yet. That's a lie. Oh, oh, well, he has other jobs.
1: (laughs) You know, he can't make a living off what we pay him. That's true. Uh, But we love our Jason. Jason, thank you. Uh, You know, this is a Smallville Rewatch podcast. I didn't think we'd last this long. We're in season four, which is kudos to you. The patrons, the listeners uh thank you for the support and love if you want to keep us going join patreon.com talkville that's p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com talkville and if you do that we keep the show going and you support and uh, we appreciate it think about it this way like if you go on hulu yeah if you want to watch your favorite show or whatever it's like 14.99 right something like that so if you like the show every week and you want to give something back? Go to Patreon.com/slash/talkville. Whatever
3: you, well, and want. there's cool stuff there too. Like for the yeah, season ahead. three finale, you guys did the rewatch, like companion rewatch of the episode, which was rad. So, yep. What, yeah. Yep.
1: You get lots of perks. In fact, Tom and I did a Zoom a while back. We'll probably do another one down <laughs> the road with all the top tier patrons. The, the top tier patrons also get their names shouted at it at the end of every episode. Top tiers, along with other patrons, get to ask questions to the guests or to us. Um or about episodes, so that's pretty really cool.
2: Just like Bryce said, there there is stuff. Yeah, it's like not you just do get something. blind support. There's also stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: it, also, if you get a chance to call the hotline, do so. Leave a question for the episode. Make sure it's short. You know how I love long messages. Uh, and you could also do it for future episodes to make sure you get on the air. Um, all that information is down in the show's description. Um, the handles are at Talkville can go anywhere and if you write a review it really helps the algorithms and all that stuff and shows how much you like the show and subscribe uh without further ado let's get into it it's a big one season four the season opener season one crusade
3: this was huge uh, Huge this episode rock <laughs> this
1: was sick i had my issues
2: i mean listen, <laughs> can do? i just not only was everything cool and we have two awesome characters that are introduced but I felt like I was in Paris. I felt like I was in the Sahara with Tony Stark trying to fight (laughs) because I was very Tony Stark. Uh, I felt like I was all around the world. This is an episode more than any. I mean, you know, the character I played went to different, you know, planets, but this is the first time I felt like I was really going around our planet. And it was, I just, every scene was huge. I loved it.
1: Yeah. I felt so too. I was a little confused about some things. Maybe you guys can help me out. Uh, I don't always uh, comprehend or uh, understand things, well, which is comprehending.
3: Well, I think that's why the episode felt cool too, is it felt like a different show. And it's maybe cause like none of the scenes were done at the school. Like it was all, yeah. it just felt a way little more adult. Yeah. A little, a little more grown up,
2: you know, you get, mm-hmm. you get. I know we're going to get into it soon. Sorry guys to keep you waiting, but you know, Lois comes in, she's not, a, she's not in high school. You know what I mean? Yep. Lex is out there character. doing cool stuff, uh, you know, clark has been to other planets and other times i don't i don't really understand all that but it's it's lana's in paris it's it's a different show at this point. i always thought that the show changed in season five but now i'm seeing it actually changed in season four well let's see how good the show gets in season four i have no idea
1: so probably worse um, than this. we'll see <laughs> all right here we go title crusade aired september 22nd 2004 the day in history lost debuted lost the show lost
3: background actor probably oh
1: yeah and then that uh background actor um left and smallville our, uh An- angeline lily uh who i met i finally met her at a con and i went up to her and i said if i had you were on smallville were, if i had known you were a background actor in smallville i totally would have hit on you and i probably would have married you and she's like oh and she was really cool and funny <laughs> about it. She was really, it was just, it was, it was fun. And she was so kind. And, um, did it seem like she
2: remembered her time on small Vancouver?
1: She said, I remember you being really nice to everybody. I can't say so much for Tom, but I remember you. I've were heard really that. No-, no, no, she didn't say, but she did say that. I have heard me. that. I'm telling it's you. It's untrue, but I've heard that directory. Gregory Beeman writers, Al Goff, Miles Miller, guest star, Erica Durance's is Lewis Lane. Margo Kidder. Are you Margo kidding me? Uh, as Bridget Crosby, Ona Grauer as Dr. G- Gabrielle Vaughn, Dan Joffrey as hospital receptionist D. Halifax, Rekha Sharma as Dr. Harden, plus for the first time, a little uh, a new title co-star, Jensen Ackles as Jason Teague.
2: You know, I got to say, um, I remember when he came on the show, and I was like, man, this guy deserves his own show. I think he could do something. Yeah. Meanwhile, he'd already had a full career.
3: Well, he also I mean-
1: auditioned for Smallville and didn't get it.
3: Yeah, it's weird seeing him on the show now and thinking if he was Clark Kent through the series so far, it just feels like it wouldn't have been.
1: Well, you always say that, but if he was and then Tom, you might have said the same thing. Yeah, probably. You only think of Tom as the role. Right. He just did. So I don't. I can't imagine anyone playing the role. But if someone else right. played the role, maybe I don't There's know. Like if someone was Lex Luthor, it'd be different. Maybe mm-hmm. he'd, be, he'd be the best Lex Luthor. <laughs> <laughs> imagine me and jared on supernatural kal l returns to smallville in search of a sign that lex luther has also been searching for lois lane arrives in town to investigate the suspicious death of her cousin and coincidentally will allow for lionel luther to walk free a free man all the while martha ken is holding her family together by a threat back at it we open the episode three months later with a video diary message from chloe who we saw last get obliterated in a house explosion the video is her post-mortem message designated Uh, for Clark to find her killer however we see Chloe's cousin Lois watching the video Lois leaves to head for the Kent farm to track down Clark however she gets lost while driving and while contemplating smoking a cig she receives divine intervention in the form of a lightning bolt that causes her to crash into a cornfield where she finds none other than the fetal position naked
2: Clark Kent okay I I noticed that your voice went up when you were talking about naked Clark but what I really liked about this is look at the introduction of Lois Lane's character. You know, what I mean, you learn so much about her in that car. You know, she's on the phone. Uh, she's trying not to smoke the cigarette. Like by the time you don't even know who she is. No one knows who she is. Yeah. Until she meets Clark, and then he asks who she is. Uh, I mean, we know, but it's. I thought it was really cool. I thought Erica made like made a splash. Like she really just became 100%. somebody who should be there. And just like Jensen, kind of, like, they weren't just passerbys. You can already feel it. Like, there's something important with these guys. Anyway.
1: Lois tries to lend a helping hand and avoid dong eye contact. Dong, Excuse me? Dong eye contact. She, want, she from- doesn't want to see super wiener right now. However, Clark is bewildered and has lost all his memory. I wonder what a super wiener would look like. A um, a Krypton, a Kryptonian wiener.
2: One of, the, one of the things that's funny about Lois is she speaks her subconscious. Do you notice that? <laughs> yeah. she says things out loud.
1: Feel bad for the Kansas. This is the second season opener where their son has just been missing for months on end. <laughs> yeah. Thoughts on these intros to the lowest scenes we just talked about, but yeah, uh, I thought it was fantastic. Um, it had energy. I forgot what happened in the end of last season. to Clark. So I'm wondering why he's this guy now.
3: He he, he went got, into the wall. Yeah, to save Jonathan. I okay,
1: think. so he's got this Cal El
3: persona right now. Yeah, so he gets sent back to Earth for some reason, and is callow. He's not Clark. Listen,
2: here's what doesn't make any sense. What we'll find out in the episode that he he had to go through this for some rebirth, which makes no sense of what the rebirth is about at this point. But that's what he did. He went through the cave wall. Now he's back, doesn't remember anybody. And I think the standout performance is Martha Kent once again, who is just fierce. She's a lioness. I love it. Because she doesn't have a lot to do. And she could
1: have but walked through these scenes, but sh- the emotion, mm-hmm. the gravitas, the 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 the, the weight yeah. of it all, it was, yeah. uh, is gravitas the right word?
3: Yeah. Yeah, thanks. Yeah.
1: We cut through a scene in Egypt inside a new set of caves where all white licks Luther, I like that suit, receives an ancient statue <laughs> artifact. On the back are familiar Kryptonian symbols. Back in Smallville, back. Lois takes Clark to the hospital to get checked on for a lightning strike injury. As Lois tries to release Clark to the hospital, uh, he drops trowel and flashes the people in the waiting room.
2: This uh, is a, is this a Kryptonian thing? Because remember? Clark's yeah, cousin... they're used to
1: being naked, I guess. on Krypton. <laughs> <They> are? <laughs> it's just no, it's, it's a so. nude plan. But I will say this. It was like, we get it. The nude thing. So when the woman's going, Oh, and then she makes a face. It's like, that joke's over already. Let's not, Yeah, but it was
3: funny to see it in small, it, it was fun. But I was like, all right, yeah. all
1: right. Stop eating scenery here, folks.
3: You know, it was interesting. The last scene, the Egypt scene. So Tom, when I watched this, I didn't watch the episode. Normally I found there's like a DVD commentary of Uh-oh. Al Goff, Erica, Durant, Miles. Annette, Miles, and Ken Horton talking about the episode. So there's no a lot way. of good nuggets in it. One of the interesting things was that Lex Egypt scene was supposed to be the first scene in the episode, but they rearranged it because they wanted this whole entire episode to be the intro to Lois Lane essentially. Oh, and just uh. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> On the other side
1: of the world in Paris, we see Lana <laughs> living her best life, photographing the city until she runs into Jason Teague, a fellow American seeking help with buying a gift for his girlfriend. who
2: turns out to be I
1: thought Lana.
2: I thought they made Granville Island look
1: yeah, right. Look That's really great. To, yeah, they made of Island. It's really good.
2: It seems like they're celebrating no, their three-month anniversary. Great.
1: Look, I thought this scene was okay. The reason I didn't love it is because it, it went on too long with the joke. The joke was way too long. It should have been like, yeah, I'm trying to buy this from my uh, girlfriend. You think she'd like it? She's like, no, definitely not. Oh, really? Why? Because we met on a crash, and it should have been boom. It was like all of a sudden, it's five minutes later. It's like, oh, funny. I was like, F you, man. I, but I still think they they, were great. It's a clever intro as the character rather than,
3: Hey, here's Lana's new boyfriend. I think they just should have
1: cut it down a little bit. It was a little bit too much thoughts on the Jensen introduction. Well, you know, working with Jensen was always amazing. I didn't have a ton with him, but when we worked together, he was just fun. He was just ready to do anything. He was easy to work with. He was professional. He just always did a great job. You know,
3: there's a guy who's a fan of the show, Daniel Koo, who has been he put together like a collage for us, and we'll find a way to put in this episode. But he like shot on site footage in Vancouver of certain scenes, so he has the Paris place in Van- I forget the town. It's-, it's seriously.
1: Prob- it's probably um Yeah. Coquitlam.
3: No. Gas town, or- Vancouver.
1: Gas
2: town. Gas town. That's right. Yeah. The reason it's called Gas Town is because they still have gas lamps, uh, and it's like there like San was Diego. a gas jack. Apparently he's still yeah.
1: Back at Smallville Medical, but with a different patient, we see Martha reading to her comatose husband, Jonathan. She denies doctor's advice to pull the plug, even though he is brain dead and her insurance is capped. Poor Martha. In another room, we see Lois and Clark talking, or Lois talking with Clark, staring blankly. Despite Lois' attempts to prevent Clark from leaving, he lifts her up and moves her aside to the exit to exit the room. I thought that was funny. Tom, how many takes? Yeah. One. Good. Any thoughts of these first couple days working with Erica? Do you remember her talking about coming to the do screen tests, get your approval before she was on the show?
2: Yeah, I remember um, they had me come back a couple of days early, which I wasn't a big fan of, in order to to meet and do some scenes with Erica. I mean, I really wasn't. But then when I met her, I was like, she's, she's just awesome. And the way that she kind of just spins like that, it made it easy for me to not really do much other than watch her. It was a good introduction between our characters. We didn't have to jump into the banter, which you'll see in the next episode where we start to actually get a little like romantic banter. What was her but background Clark just, again
3: too? Cause I remember she came on inside of you like years ago and she said she used to do casting, but she, did she do casting for yes. Smallville? For
1: Smallville. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, You know what I will say is uh, I've got to know Erica quite fondly and she's uh, an amazing human being. Yeah. yeah. And what I will say about her <clears throat> is what you see on screen is not her at all. Oh, really? She's shy. She's sweet. She doesn't appear to have a ton of confidence. Like, she's just reserved. And so, I think she was nervous playing this role. <clears throat> but when she got... When that camera was rolling, it was magic. I was like, dude, look at yeah. your performance. Stop being nervous. But we all do that. I did it with Lex. I was, like, nervous and, like...
3: Just it's do cool because there isn't really a character on Smallville that does that. That, like... Like, even Pete didn't... He wasn't really snarky and make jokes and stuff but now there's a character to bring some humor which is cool yeah this episode is sponsored by better help you know a lot of
1: us wish we had more time but time for what if time was unlimited how would you use it the best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority therapy can help you find what matters to you. So you could do more of it. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. And it isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. Therapy can help everyone be the best they can be. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist anytime for no additional charge.
2: Listen, learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash TalkVille today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash TalkVille.
4: Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks which companies are a force for good. Companies like Bank of America, which just earned the Just Capital seal. Bank of America is ranked number one for ongoing commitment to their workers with initiatives like Sharing Success, which awarded 97% of their teammates additional compensation, nearly all in stock. This is the program's seventh consecutive year, awarding more than $4.8 billion in total. Visit JustCapital.com to learn how a just business is a better business.
0: Furnished by Just Capital.
4: Walking down
1: the hospital hallways, Martha catches a glimpse of Clark and cries out for him. After three months of not seeing him, she is overjoyed that her son is back, however, has no memory of her and instead tells her that he is waiting for a sign. Lois tries to explain the situation, but Martha tells her to beat it. Back in Egypt, Lex is planning his departure and bribing locals to keep his visit secret. He boards a private jet conveniently placed among the sand dunes that walks, looks like shit CGI, <laughs> walks into a mobile hospital to get his blood purified in order to survive because of the poisoning months prior. He must do so frequently to stay alive. Uh, Egypt, I don't remember anything in Egypt. I remember, no, that's not true. I remember wearing that suit and I remember- Oh,
3: you probably had to work, both you guys, I assume we're tipped off that you would have like shirtless scenes in the first couple episodes. Yeah, that's why I got because you look like you had worked. <laughs> like, I was working out yeah. pretty like hard before
1: that. Did
2: they tell you, Tom? No, they never told me. Um, you
1: just naturally. I had a ripped. tendency.
2: I had a tendency during breaks to actually work out a lot. I didn't work out during the season because I didn't have time. But I used I used to get in really good shape, and then I would get the script a couple of days ahead of time. And be like, oh, Grant, I'm I'm naked in three scenes this episode all right but
1: there was a double on one shot i could tell it wasn't your tight ass oh yeah dude somebody oh, yeah. had a beautiful ass
3: someone sent in beautiful, it's uh bro one of the property brothers used to be a stand-in for yeah tom.
1: that was my ass i'm a property brother <laughs> i don't know what that
3: means you know they're like <laughs> hgtv guys they're twins oh i wish you know i remember guys? oh yeah i love those Sweet guys man. one, one of them was a tom we
1: follow each other Okay. <laughs> no one cares. By the way, I want to just point out real quick. Um, now that I kind of understand what was going on, Tom, I think you did a really awesome job playing sort of like you're not from this planet. You don't know anybody. Really? It's really ambiguous. I didn't like
2: it at all. I Thank liked
1: you. it. I thought it was like, I, I really thought you, you kept to that tone, to that character. You sort of were apathetic. You were like, fuck these
3: earthlings. Yeah. Cause I don't know how else you could have played it. Dude. It was like perfect. Was- don't
1: even say a word. That's it. Uh thanks. Uh he's dressed in black shirt, gets shown around his fortress of solitude by his mother to help jog his memory unsuccessfully. Clark sees a picture of Jonathan, says that he is not his father, slams the picture down, which I thought was really cool. Um and during Lex's flight home, the plane hits turbulence, causes the loosely protected artifact to fall and shatter. And inside of it, Lex finds a glowing mysterious stone. And as he finds the stone, get this, Clark begins to receive ear-piercing signals. He regains composure, having seemingly received the before-mentioned signal. He tells Martha that he is Kal-El from Krypton, shoves his mom to the ground, and then supersonically flies into freaking space.
2: You know, there's a couple of things that happened here. One, when, when uh, Martha brings Clark up into the loft, he's wearing the same shirt from Red. The short sleeve collared black shirt, and I noticed that. I didn't. And, and then I, I and then um, when he goes on the plane and he, you know, the the thing comes through the wall and he catches it. I kept. I was like, oh, is Lex going to see him? I thought that was a good moment. Yeah, that, that they, was they really cool,
1: Tom. Yeah, the flying stuff. Do you remember what you went through, and were you hesitant and sort of like, no, I'm not flying, I'm not flying? They had to convince you, like, no, this isn't Clark. This is Cal El.
2: It- yeah, there was there was some of that, but then again, it was yeah. What are you going to do? Um, I do recall being on this on this thing that you had to lay on in order to to keep your head up to fly, and it was almost like surfing, where you you really had to kind of get your chest up. And I made a point to not blink when Clark was flying. That was a choice I made, which wasn't easy because they're blowing wind at you. Not Clark, but I just never. Yeah, I never wanted him to blink flying, and hopefully I get away with it.
1: Uh, Back in Paris, the American tourists decide to get kinky inside a historic church, freaks. Jason leaves to go play Lana's birthday adventure the next day. While working on the art project in the church, Lana touches a symbol from a sculpture, weird, and receives a burst of energy that courses over her body.
3: Felt like Da Vinci Code esque. Yeah, this is just like a weird excuse to get Lana back in. What? I, why is like she? In real life, she just fucks up Why, is, Paris she getting, why is she getting? Why is she getting? Why is she
1: getting this symbol stuff? Why? What is going on there? Why? Yeah, I don't know. I don't get
2: that. I didn't understand. What? What? does Cal L and all that stuff have to do with Lana in Paris? I tell you what; it, it'll all make sense if she ends up getting a tattoo. That, then it'll all make sense. Well, she did. Oh, it makes sense. Oh, that was
1: the joke. <laughs> All right. Well, I don't know what the hell to say about that, but it just was like, what are we doing? That was the thing that I didn't like about the episode. It just made zero sense. Well, what yeah, it did
2: bring exactly. in is does Jensen's character know? And later, when Jensen's character's mother comes around, it I is don't it, know. It, it's it's too much of a stretch. I yeah, I don't was, know any of that. <laughs> I thought that. it was
1: lame O'Calrecian. Yeah. <laughs> Back in Smallville Martha makes an unknown call seeking help with Clark as she hangs up she's greeted by Lois Lane after a couple of funny quips about Starbucks Lois tells Martha that Clark may know something about Chloe's death Martha tries to tell her that Clark likely has no idea what happened but Lois makes an emotional appeal to get help to take Lionel
2: down Now I love the way I love the way that again Annette sort of holds her ground yet yet is polite uh, you got Lois showing her tenacity, but Martha just still kind of being like, even she takes the mug from her and says goodbye, like just little things. That is
1: great stuff. Back in the air, Lex is observing his new stone. His pilots pick something up on the radar, but aren't sure what it is—a bird, a plane. We get it, yeah. but you know, was, it was hokey. It was too much.
2: I think they could have stopped at a bird. What is that? A bird and then just moved on everybody or even if he goes
3: a bird a oh yeah or just played it different played it differently
1: we then see Clark make contact with the jet and rip open the door to get inside which was dope while there he pulls the stone into grasp his grasp escapes before Lex can pull himself together to see what happened interesting we get another Lex looking through the peephole shot it's like the third or fourth one in the series um yeah I guess they like peeping holes I guess (laughs) peeping Toms Back in Smallville, Martha's trying to clean up inside the barn. She's interrupted by Bridget Crosby, a representative Dr. Swan, who she has called for help. Bridget begins to share details of Kal-El's destiny, and Martha snaps, knowing that Clark's secret has been shared. She goes on to tell Martha that Clark has fully embraced his destiny and that the only challenge to a father's will is a mother's love. Great line. Great line. Martha's uncertain about facing Clark alone, so Bridget gifts her black kryptonite which is pretty was pretty cool
3: so i didn't like this I scene until i realized like the impact and gravity of the characters in it because i didn't know that margot kidder was lois in, lane yeah and because is that? there's a line where she makes reference of having a fling with dr swan that's like the little nod to it yeah and one of the most interesting things and the thing i watched was they were talking about wanting to have Christopher Reeve there for that scene and schedules or something didn't work out so he must have still been alive at the time it was shot Mm. Um, because they wanted Annette to have a scene with him it just didn't work out out. you know what I will say.
1: That Margot was such a wonderful human being. I did a convention with her also, and we talked for hours. We went gambling. We were at, in Metropolis at the Superman <laughs> event, and she and I played. There was a super. I have a picture of her in front of a Superman with her picture on it ga- gambling machine. That's awesome. <laughs> and and she was so sweet and funny. And it was it was it was a tragic loss.
2: We should share that with the patrons.
1: Yeah, Lex goes to pay a visit to his father in federal pen. Uh, which I, I got bored of all these visits with the same shots of like, you know, Lex talking But to the father. scenes are really good. They were great, but they were, yeah. it was just
2: kind of boring. Part of the problem, Bryce with challenges, y- y- everything that's ever shot at a location is shot that day. So you have three scenes in that same so- shot. And, and you know, all you try and all do All you try to do all day is not look through the bars. You could have mixed like it here. up. You know what and I would have
1: done? Side shot, side angle of Lex. I would have done uh, one, from, cool. one from the back. I would have done like more of a uh, low camera angle on oh, the yeah. floor, looking up at Lex without seeing the the the, the cage or whatever. Uh, you know, not that I'm, a, you know, I'm just saying what I would have done. I would have mixed it up. Uh, anyway, uh, Lex catches Lionel banging out pushups and making jokes at his son's Forbes cover appearance. And Lex is convinced that Lionel was behind the midair heist. But Lionel has no clue what he's talking about. We then learn about some theory about three relics around the world being combined to reveal ultimate knowledge. And this is why Lex was in Egypt. Lex then pokes his father for having interest in these relics to save his life. He then questions him about Chloe's death and his own poisoning, both of which Lionel denies. The scene was really cool. It was, um, it was just, it's, it's a game of chess. It's always a game of chess with these two. And like, you know, Lex is like, you're gonna rot in prison, dad. And, you know, don't, you know, eventually he says, don't kill what you can't wound. And, and I think
3: this was the scene where you guys are like talking over each other. Oh, that, that was, was great. Really cool. I like when that, that happens. Awesome. It felt like
1: real conversation. Uh-huh. I wish they'd do that more.
3: One, th- one thing I saw that John
2: does, many actors don't do this. And probably most people try not to do this. Is John has a tendency to leave his mouth open when he speaks. And very rarely do people really do that. Yeah. It's a brave sort of thing. But he really uses his mouth. And even after the dialogue, I go back and watch that scene again. The way he just, he's got nothing to do but be in jail in a, in a cage, yet
1: he's still moving around like a lion. According to John, he always uses his mouth. He's told me that. um Clark mm. returns to Smallville and does some patty cake with the walls to unlock a secret door in a new, brightly lit room. Inside, he takes the stone that he hijacked, places it into onto a table and leaves. And as he does, Clark comes face-to-face with Martha. She pulls out the black kryptonite, hits him in the chest with it. We then see both sides of Clark physically start to separate. Clark, Kal-El, Martha throws Clark in the black kryptonite, and he stabs Kal-El with it, which is awesome. Doing so causes a burst of energy, which knocks out Martha, wakes up Jonathan, returns Clark to his normal self. This was dope. It, the effects were great. You coming apart, like, you know, splitting. From uh from Cal L. I thought it was dope. Do you have any memories of this? I don't. I'm sorry. I'm
2: pretty sure it was probably it was probably me and Chris sarah He used he had all over his shoulder, he's my step double. He probably choreographed it. I what I love is there's that little moment where Clark yells, mom that really brings you back yeah. to show you he's in there. Um and then you know, mom tosses the rock and he uses it and punches. I just it was just cool. You know what um, I would have loved?
1: The sound effects. You know that sound effect? I don't know, I'm not gonna be able to do it, but it was like Uh, Like
3: the whole possession kind of thing. Yeah, it's a possession
1: kind of thing. They could have used that to like a distant echo through it. Just before this in Paris, we see a very scared and confused Lana waking up naked in her Paris apartment after the supernatural occurrence, having no recollection of getting there after the burst of light hit her in the church. She really she really seemed messed up. She did. She did
2: a great job. Lana.
1: Yeah. Yeah. The next day, the Kents reunite in Smallville Medical. Jonathan, they're just making out. Do you know what <laughs> Yeah. It's like, again, what the after F is it? going on? And like, <laughs> it's just, it's not time for a makeout scene. It's time to be hugging and like, I'm so glad you're alive. But like. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, this was uh, Clark cock blocking them this time.
1: Yeah, good. Thank God somebody <laughs> cock blocked him. Jonathan asked Clark about his flying, but Clark says, that ain't him. It was Cal El. Martha then talks about how hard it was to keep the family together during the last few months and why she was able to pull it together. She was great. But across the pond in Paris, we get an unnecessary, sultry, silhouetted
2: shower scene with Lana. Totally unnecessary. Completely. It was like it was like a scene out of uh, Bad Boys. You know how everything in, in, <laughs> yeah. in, in those movies are like low and like. Lit like that? Or I was like, like a Mission Impossible. Where is the Ferrari going to drive guaranteed through? Guaranteed <laughs>
1: Beeman wanted this more than anything, pervert. <laughs> she exits the shower to find a new tramp stamp of the same mysterious symbol that emitted light inside the church prior. I, I was just like, I, what the fuck, F? Lionel gets <sighs> a second visit of the episode, this time from Lois Lane. Before trying to shoo her away, Lionel points out that she bites her nails. Just another neurotic trait that they push on Lois, which I liked in the introduction. Gum-chewing, coffee-drinking, talkative, nail-biting. We get it. Lois tries to pin her cousin's death on Lionel, who denies it, but instead says Chloe's death is a result of her own actions and misdealings. Lo- Lois speculates that without Chloe's testimony, that Lionel will walk away a free man, and the fact that, in fact, he is being set up in this whole situation.
2: I thought from a writing standpoint, that was a brave thing for her to say. I mean, I've, I was, I've already watched the next episode, which helps that. But it, it made me think, and I like the way it made Lionel think, like maybe he's not in charge. Yeah, maybe I'll yeah get- Lois leaves to pay
1: an emotional visit to Chloe's gravestone she vouches to find her killer I kept thinking like on that shot when it's Lois on the ground you're you're panning behind her and like the the the, the camera's moving that you're gonna see Chloe behind her oh. but that's not what happened Clark interrupts the heart-to-heart moment to tell her she is not alone and I like that they saw we saw Lois feel like we got to see her empathize and miss chloe because i hadn't seen that yet and i was like does she even care about her yeah and this helped that clark goes on to apologize for their previous interactions and offers a helping hand as lois leaves clark uses an x-ray to look underground into chloe's coffin finding it to be empty He yells out she's alive how do you know that i don't know i just say stuff i just say stuff that others don't know highlights and lowlights uh i thought the whole episode was fast paced i thought there was some great effects some good acting some uh, really good filmmaking uh, i thought it was a, a overall a really good episode it's just the lawn stuff killed it for you yeah yeah I, yeah i i
2: i don't i don't i don't think everything in the episode was completely necessary but i will say that everything in this episode was done well
4: mhm
2: it's all done very well
4: what companies would you want to work for
1: All right. Interesting things of note.
3: interesting things The of title note.
1: refers to Kal El and Lex's search for the stones of power. The title refers hey. to Kal El's and Lex's search for the stones of power. Yes, so
3: I think that's a whole recurring thing Crusade. this whole season is like those stones. Margot
1: Kidder, as we know, Bridget Crosby played Lois Lane in four Superman films. She is the fourth alum of the f- Superman feature films to have a role in Smallville, following Ned O'Toole, Christopher Reeve, and Terrence Stamp. Bridget C- Crosby's relationship with Dr. Swan in a former life is an allusion to the relationship of Superman, Christopher Reeve, and Lois Lane, Margot Kidder, and Superman features. Uh, aside from season one, this is the first season to feature a new character added to the main cast that has not previously been featured as a guest star, this being Jason. Um, I don't know. It's not because John Glover is a regular.
3: That wasn't previously a guest. Technically, Glover was a guest the whole first season. Oh,
1: yeah, you're right. Lex's ill condition is the result of his father's poisoning his brandy and covenant. Uh, This is it's this is its only appearance due to the crystal fire right, that was kind of him upon being activated.
3: So he actually tried to kill his son. That's it wasn't someone else. He tried to kill Lex. Uh, apparently, it's heavy. Did he? We tried to, yeah. Where? Right? He didn't want to just wound him. Oh, with the, the last
2: season. Oh, with the brandy. Yeah. yeah. Talk with the brandy? Yeah, he just tried to murder I
1: mean, his unless there's something that says he didn't do it, but... Uh, yeah. Uh, I want to give a shout out to Mike, yeah. Mike, the poster guy. Yeah. Uh, he makes these badass Talkville posters. Movies and TV combined, do you think... Uh, this is his question. Do you think we'll ever see a more epic flight takeoff scene than the one in this episode? Because... He's still waiting uh, for for another music, acting, camera work, and special effects. Truly impressive. Thank you, Mike. We love you. Thank you.
2: I thought it was cool. Um, I don't, re- I, you know, there, were, there was a lot, of, there was some thought into like, there's going to be vibrations around you. You have, you know, I was kind of like, how do I get in a cool ninja move and then take off? But it was helpful that they told me all these other things were going to be happening. So I could be actually more still. And then it's really just jumping, and then the visual effects take it from there.
1: Now it's time for the Hotline. Talk food. These are patron privileges. We're going to go right into it. Let's just get going
4: here. This is Mike. Hey, y'all. It's Michael P. from Texas. In the episode of Crusade, we got our first look at Black Kryptonite, which I thought was pretty cool. What's been your favorite version of Kryptonite thus far? Red, green, or now black? Thanks.
2: Uh, I would say red, because it it gave me more to do. Uh, Green was never fun, because I always had to play pain. (laughs) um that's pretty simple there
1: you know for me kryptonite like i just i always found it hokey that there's green and red and black and all these things and i just was like green is the achilles heel. this green is the thing that kills superman and that's it but i understand the whole lore and 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 you know insight to krypton and they have these these rocks that are rare and are forbidden that can change or alter Kryptonians and
2: Yeah, it's for the fans that are like really into Yeah, the, it's fine. It's yeah. fine. Esteban. It's it's still pretty funny though that Now we're in season four and neither Lionel or Lex have figured out just to put on a (laughs) a kryptonite necklace or a ring. Uh Uh, Hi guys, this is Estevan G from Dallas, Texas, calling about season four, episode one, Crusade. My question is for Tom. Obviously, Erica is such a great addition to the cast, but were you involved in anything about to see how compatible you were with her before she was actually casted? And was there any other actresses that you know of that were auditioned before she was ultimately picked? Obviously, you guys have great chemistry and it really shows on the show. Thank you. The short answer is I flew back a couple days early and met the actress who they had cast to play Lawless, and we went on from there. We had a great time. I have no idea who else they did, yeah.
1: Christopher with voicemails. Let's see what Christopher has to say. Christopher, are you there, buddy?
2: Hey everyone, this is Christopher from Rhode Island. Tom, your intense takeoff flight scene is the coolest part of the entire episode.
3: Do you remember if it was a personal acting choice to fly sternly with your arms by your side rather than out in front of you in a typical Superman pose? You guys are the best. Thanks so much for the podcast. Have a great day.
2: Yeah, and I think that somehow was established during a promo that we did, like with with Warner Brothers um, publicity. Yeah, I, you know, I tried not to stand with my hands on my hips. Or stick my arm out like that. Yeah. Little, little, little things that make it different. Um, That's true.
1: That's true. It was different than the Superman because he, you know, he wasn't Kal-El. He was, I mean, Kal-El yeah. flies differently probably than Clark and Clark would do the arm thing eventually. And, but yeah, I like that. Yeah. yeah. Natalie.
0: Hi, this is Natalie from Michigan. For the cornfield scene, can you talk about the preparation? Other actors have talked about how preparation can negatively affect them mentally and physically for scenes like that. And is there anything you would change or any advice you would give to a younger actor preparing for a scene like that? Thanks.
2: I
1: think, first of all, coming back from two months off, we only got like two months off. And then coming back on the show, you get the nerves back. You get the, oh my God, like, it feels like it's day one again. You want it to be good because it's the first episode getting back into that character, getting back in that focus and a good director like Beeman will say something like Rosenbaum, you're not, you're not there yet. You're not there. You're not Lex. I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, I need a little more behind the eyes, a little, you know, things to get you going. And then before, like a a scene or two, a couple of takes and you're.
3: Is that the case where the show is getting more popular, but you guys are getting more comfortable with the character. So is it easier?
1: We are, it gets easier. But the first episode back is like two months off. It's like, you got to slowly get back into it. You know, it's kind of. Well, I,
2: I, I also think that we were, we were lucky that all the actors on Smallville I think one of the challenges nobody wanted to just be make it easy. Everybody always tried to make it better. And I've, I've talked to this. I've talked about this before, where directors who didn't direct performance were not asked back. And you talk about Beeman; those little triggers to keep your attention. I mean, all the actors did that on the show. And I've been on other shows. Not all, a lot of actors are trying to coast. They're not trying to make any steps or moves yep. or engagement. They're just trying to like get done. But everybody, every single actor. Was always just trying to make it better. I agree. This is Stephanie. This is a good
0: course. Hi, Michael, Tom, and Ryan. This is Stephanie and from Rhode Island. Bryce. In season four, episode one, Crusade, Jason mentioned that it's Lana's birthday tomorrow. Does that mean they started dating when she was 17? Thanks.
1: Love you all.
2: Ah, ha, ha,
3: scorched. Scorched. Good one. Yeah, you know. Um, this is actually interesting, though, because uh, the last couple of seasons, you guys were talking about, oh, Lana dates her coach. And I was just expecting, like, some a established coach but them (laughs) setting the scene that like they met in paris is kind of different
2: like some big guy from like the nfl who takes a high school job
1: well look if she maybe she's 18 she's you know some people are 19 18 like going in their senior year maybe she's i don't know let's just hope for that but b i don't don't even think we're allowed to talk look when i was in high school sometimes freshmen in college would be dating a senior girl or a senior in high school would be dating a sophomore or a freshman girl, and there was nothing wrong with it. No one thought twice about it. Today it's different. It's just a different time.
2: Jumping back to the other question about uh, coming back and getting into the characters, one of the good things we had going for us was their characters had all gone away, and so you embrace that a little bit too. Yeah, you know everybody's been gone for three months, so it's it, there is a bit of a warm up. But then again, we're walking into a, a very well oiled machine with a lot of familiar people. We know what we're doing. It's like, all right, let's go. Um, so, yeah.
1: I just thought about something weird. I remember in high school. See, I was a dork. I didn't get girls. Oh, I didn't get girls. Uh, I never really went out with anybody. I, I don't <laughs> think I had sex till after 18. But I remember there were like 17 or 18-year-old year seniors going out with 14-year-old freshmen. Yep. And I'm like, now that I look at it, I'm like, 14 is a child? Yeah, that's weird. That's weird. You know, but... I guess 17 or 18 is also a child. I don't know, man. It's just a weird thing. Back to the script. Uh here's Jason. some questions. Uh Heidi, fun fact, Lex Luthor says my father 140 times across the first 3 seasons. I would know I counted. Heidi, get a god bless what? his life. No, I love you. Thank you for that. 140 times. My father.
2: That's like a that's like a chat B- GBT question. I love for it. For Siri, how many times did he say
1: Dai Quan, what scene in your first episode filming together did you guys feel your chemistry click, or the weight or of, of portraying such iconic couples fall on your shoulders, Tom?
2: When I when I went to read with her and she'd already gotten the role, we were in that director's office. Remember, there was that one director's office mm-hmm. that you could, could use when you're directing. The corner, the corner, and one. the corner office. And Beeman was there, and Eric was there. We met, and you know, I was I was a little grumpy because I didn't really want to be there to be honest, because I had to come in three days early, which I didn't want to do. But then her and I started reading scenes and we just, I thought she was just cool. She was game. Yeah. She was like, beautiful, strong, smart. and She's beautiful. And I'm like, this is going to be easy. Like, I don't think it was a, there was no heavy lifting. We just got along.
1: Yeah, there's nothing worse than going in a room going, "Hey, what do you think we're going to?" Cuz I've had chemistry reads for for characters and they're like, "We want you to meet this and we're considering this and I, when I was a producer on something and I meet with women, I'm like, "I just don't have any um attraction to them." there's no chemistry it doesn't mean you have to be physically attracted to them but when you read and you talk nothing's kind of really clicking and they're like oh I really like her I'm like I don't feel this yeah. as an actor and so you you're just not to, on the same page yeah you just might, but also I don't care what people say I'd like to be physically attracted to someone who's going to be my love interest okay <laughs> sorry sorry for being shallow oh well Chrissy why do they keep bringing up Lois smoking I don't know it's annoying.
2: how many how many movies did you play drag
1: uh, a couple. All right, Rosenbaum rating system. And now, what are you going to give this one? We're going to start Rose with the. Uh, we're going to start rating. with Tom.
2: I I just think it was great. I'm gonna. I, I think it's a big episode. I'm going to give it a three.
1: Three roses. I'm going to give it, it, it. Yeah. Go ahead. I, I'm going to give it uh, two and a half. Bombs. I'll give it two and a half roses.
3: As between that and two. Yeah, I was going to say two. I feel like if there was more suspense or some kind of twist, I would have gone higher. It was a really good episode.
1: Yeah. I think will give it two. You know, Bryce, I'm going to go with a two as well. You convinced me. Brought you down. Two roses. Death and save count. How many people got saved? How many Death people died? Saved. Zero dead. Two saved. The crystal of fire saves Lex. Martha saves Clark from his brainwashed persona. That's sort of. I guess you did with the Black Kryptonite. Through one episode, zero dead. Two saved. Series 92 dead. 105 saved. Now it's time for, he's not here. So Bryce's favorite scene. He's going to write down three scenes. We'll guess which one. I won last year, I believe. Did I?
3: Yeah. Yes. Probably. Uh three scenes. The flying scene, Lex talking to Lionel in jail, and Annette, uh like the emotional she's not gonna pull the plug on her husband scene. Ooh.
1: You wanna go first?
3: I I've got my choice right here. I already put
2: my fingers down on which scene, so go Okay, ahead. go ahead. Two second second one. Mine's flying. Hundred
1: percent flying. Final. No, that's the second scene. The Lex Lionel in the jail. Really? Yeah. Damn. You got it. You're up one nothing, Tommy. Did you give him that? Did you email him that? Yeah. All right. Look, that's it for this episode. (laughs) We're we're gone Um, until next week, until we talk about season four, episode two, gone. And uh, we can't wait for that. Good start. Thanks for all the uh, questions. Thanks for my patrons, our lovely patrons, patreon.com slash talkville to support the podcast. Join today. Tons of perks. Let us know your thoughts on the episode over on our socials at Talkville Podcast or Talkville Pod. Show support by joining Patreon, as I said, patreon.com slash talkville. Any more information like merch from the show, talkvillepodcast.com. We still have. Some amazing art prints that are signed by me and Tom that are original prints. There's only 50, but now there's probably like 20 left. So get them. They're autographed personally by me and Tom. And uh, the hotline number, all that stuff's on there. Subscribe, spread the word. And remember, folks, always hold on to Smallville
0: Find out more by searching the Stacking Benjamins podcast wherever you listen. Hi there. Sorry for the interruption, but are you enjoying this show on Google Podcasts? You should know that the Google Podcasts app is going away this spring. That's right. Going away. Gone as in no longer available. You can still enjoy this show elsewhere, though. Try out Spotify or Amazon Music or maybe TuneIn is more your style. Whatever app you switch to. Be sure to follow so you never miss the next episode. And thanks for listening, wherever you listen.
1: And once again, we can't forget our lovable patrons who make this podcast possible. Period. The end. Patreon.com slash Talkville. Be a patron. Get your name shouted out and a bunch of other perks. And uh, more importantly, most importantly, you're helping us out. So we're going to read the top tiers And here we go. Nikki G, Leanne P, Raj C, Santiago M, Little Lisa, Thomas Leafblower, Sophie M, Betsy D, Abby P, Ray Harada, Karen Apple M, 99more, Leilani N, Brett G, always hold on to Smallville, Estefan G, DJ Kento, Garrett W, Bob K,
2: Kimberly L, Tom N. Jason W, Osama A in the house. Glenda
1: the good glinda. witch p
2: no it's glenda the good witch yeah but isn't it glinda oh all right
1: it's glenda is that
2: it? is that a new one
1: i don't know yeah, yeah she is she's sort of new
2: yeah welcome to my world uh lana rhymes with banana w mm-hmm. she loves it when i do that nancy d brian g sarah w vancouver grips anna m amanda r teddy127 michael p theo m ryan r jordan m ready b craig g Karen P. Jorel, Hi Dad, Heather and Greg. I made talk real safe. But Brian H. Eric K. Kristen B. Nanine W. Stephanie K. and Dartha Achilles. Wow, that's a lot.
1: Finky, early is on time. Damn, who's that? Jeanette D. or Jeanette E. Uh, Deadvid, General Zod, Theodore, Big D, Doug R., Carlos C., Tommy Z., Boston '68, Ken the Limerick guy uh Corey l mr homar k jesse c claire m d brown karen m jules m eldon supremo eldon thank you for remember eldon he gave us the poem that he wrote
2: oh he's yeah he's so
1: awesome leslie v mcburts mcburts we just heard from on uh, an episode we just recorded ginger moose Christoph s michelle m drew marisol p uh michael kang doesn't blank Actually, uh, yeah, Michael Kane doesn't blink. Sebastian F, Sarapos, Cranky Pants, Matthew, and Lincoln B.
2: Well, we can't forget the Coopers, Marion Louise L, CGO, Cindy C, Nikki L, Shannon Fan Fanantina E, Maverick, but not the pilot or the gambler, which, you know, I want to know more about that. Jen T, not Jen Toll, Randy S, Cassie B, Brad A, Felicia R., Danny M., J.S., Rachel D. You're so good at these next three. Gingerous Prime Roger and Dick.
1: Nate D. When you're rich, yeah. you aren't crazy. You're eccentric. And Chicken Flower, Sammy S. <laughs> Star- Starkfields,
2: Starkfield's Derek. Starkfields Spicy Derek. Brown says Carrie, Carrie Ann, the Coopers. Again, Daryl E., Kyle F., Charlene A., Lady L., Spicy Chicken. Who doesn't like that? jenny b anna b last son of talkville that's good monica t
1: tom is my hall pass jenna may what? c i like that tom is my hall pass how about me you son of a jenna may c michelle m superman's tidy whities sausage v <laughs> those two go together samuel daddy <laughs> m cameron r <laughs> eric m jeffrey k tony k andy s pip kenobi and katya c Thank you guys so much. We love you. Thanks for the support.
2: Thanks. It's fun.